We'll get back to your music shortly, but first, did you know that prescription prices are different at different pharmacies? You could literally drive across the street and get a different price. That's crazy. But with GoodRx, you can instantly compare prices at every pharmacy in your neighborhood and save up to 80%. You're probably thinking there's a catch, right? Nope. It's 100% free and can save you money whether you have insurance or not. In fact, it can often beat your copay. Download the GoodRx app today and start saving. GoodRx is not insurance. clacking going on i was just putting an ashtray down it's right next to the phone oh there you go about the light you gotta gotta light up a new port for the beginning of the podcast fire one up into the microphone all right there you go yeah i heard two took two lights huh no one was the uh release oh okay that, uh, oh yeah, now I can totally that, picture uh, it. Yeah, you always did give a firm release. Yeah, that's like that signifies that the joy has begun. <laughs> the cigarette is lit, and you are relaxed. <laughs> that's what that release is. <laughs> oh man, cigarettes are the best, aren't they? <laughs> I I encourage all people to smoke them, young and old. <laughs> I still, like, I'm not addicted to them anymore. Like, I don't buy packs anymore, you know? That's good, because I heard they're expensive as fuck in Illinois. Yeah, they are. uh, Last time I bought a pack, it was over $10. In Peoria. In in, in Peoria? For Newports. Whoa. Like, what? Hold the fucking phone. I would probably quit, too. Jesus. Yeah, well, I just, I've been wanting to quit, but I still do them, uh... I still do cigarettes, man. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Like if like we had a party over at her house, um, and we ended up buying a uh, what we call a community pack. Oh, okay. Which is a great idea, but there was a decent amount of us, so they were gone within like an hour. So that was <laughs> yeah. it. Kind of backfired on us, but uh, yeah, that, that, that's that's uh, that's the downside of the community pack. Yeah, but I mean, we had the full crew over. Like, <laughs> Bakey was over here, and we ran through her pack in a real real quick. Oh uh, yeah. So then we had to we had to call in. Uh, who did we? Who saved the day? Oh, our movie, our resident movie expert, Bork's uh, girlfriend saved the day. 
Hell yeah. Came by, came through with a with a uh, a refill on yeah. Pall Mall lights and uh, bush lights. <laughs> so, Jesus, so, lots of things are consistent in Peoria. Yeah. Well, like <laughs> when we do the community pack the last couple of weeks, we've noticed that the Paul Malls are probably the best way to go. It's just that a, Cadillacs. It's just a real cheap, fundamental sig. If you don't like uh, menthols, you'll still enjoy them. If you do like menthols, they're still decent, you know. Oh, so they're menthols? Okay. No, they're not menthols. Oh. But sometimes if you got, you know, a lot of people don't smoke the menthols, Jeff. Yeah, I suppose so. It's unfortunate, but it's true. <laughs> um, so yeah, I still socially smoke. I'll always have love for the cigs, man. Always have love for lighting up a cigarette. Now, do you want to guess how much, uh, well, I don't even know the exact price. It depends where you go, but roughly how much a pack of smokes is out here. Um, for Newports? Yeah. Well, if you were shocked by 10, I guess it's under 10. Maybe it's, uh, I don't know. I don't know if they'd always been cheaper there or more expensive than here. I can't remember. So I'm going to guess you pay 7.73. If his price is right, you'd fucking bust. Oh, okay. About 7.25 or so after tax. 7.25? Yeah, and I normally have coupons too from the uh, cigarette rep people that go around the bars. They print, they you give them your ID, they mail you some bullshit. Yeah, like yeah. Line, but right there they print you out coupons. Like get two dollars off a pack of Newports or three dollars off a pack of Newports. Oh, trust me, I remember them. And when you bring them back to Peoria, the gas station attendants are like, "What the fuck is this?" Yeah, they don't trust you. <laughs> like, did you make this fuck a cigarette coupon? <laughs> what are you talking about? It doesn't make any fucking sense. Yeah, they hate it in Peoria. Oh, I'm sure they do. I used one once there and I got a dirty look, but it's at a Walgreens, so that's kind of par for the course. No, when you were in town, you were dishing them out to us last time. Like, oh, was I? Like a go home, like a come home treat. Stocking stuffers. <laughs> yeah, here you go, boys. Buy yourself a pack. So <laughs> we were going around, and one place flat out refused mine. And then we went to, do you remember we went to Dunlap for some reason, and I did them there, and the lady like held up the line for, or no, you weren't with me, you had given it to me, I went with Hillis to do something, and oh, we were going fishing, and uh, me, Hills and Britches, I think, and they, uh, like, she held up the line forever, she examined that motherfucker like she was the FBI. No, just fucking scan the barcode, you dummy. Yeah, well, she, the scanner wasn't working, so she had to do a like a manual discount. Oh, God. <laughs> and uh, you know how that can be. You got you usually got to get somebody that's in charge. And um, I mean, still out here, like some people are like, "What, what, what do I do with this?" But I mean, the manager just comes over. He's like, "You just scan it and clip it to the receipt." That's how it should be, man. With every receipt in America. Just scan it and clip it and staple it to the receipt and call it a day. Yeah. yeah. Throw in the tray there. Yep. Um, so, yeah, cigarettes. But besides cigarettes, Jeff, what do we got going on? Out here, uh, we got Bears Broncos on Sunday. <clears throat> yes. 
Um, how do you how do you expect the Bears respond? I expect them to fucking open up a can of whoop ass. <clears throat> they better. It's it's getting pathetic. Trubisky looked like a straight bitch last week. Yeah. Well, he I don't know, man. Missing a lot of, a lot of wide open receivers. I had a terrible experience last week because I went to Badger's Bar. Yeah. Uh, week week one of Packers season. Big big mistake. Yeah, it's a Packers. It's a Wisconsin bar. I almost got a couple of fights. You almost had to throw hands in there? Well, I wasn't even inside like for 90% of it because there's nowhere to stand. I was just standing outside smoking because I don't want to watch Trubisky. Or I was just watching the defense through the window. Like, anytime there was any play that was somewhat positive, like an incomplete pass for Trubisky or a five-yard run for whoever the fuck the cheesehead running back is, there would be just a, a, a explosion of applause. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. obnoxiously loud. Yeah, it was frustrating. He, he just takes off running. All the time, you know? It's just, oh, nobody's open, go. Like, in one second. Like, never never hangs in there. I mean, it'll get better. You think? Oh, yeah, week one. Week one, baby. We lost week one last year, and how'd that turn out? 12-4. and four. Exactly. Um, What else is going on? I've uh, just been uh, picking up the guitar and uh, <clears throat> so I got a for this job I'm trying to get they need to see me doing a electric guitar a little shredding get my skills and style bro what the what are you working at the school of rock exactly really oh I'm not working there I'm trying to I'm trying to get in there but it's called school of rock yeah so, am I am I dreaming some, or is that like a chain now? Uh, yeah, it is a chain actually. It's in like uh, it's, it's they have some in Chicago land. So it's like what you what me and you used to do when we'd go and take music lessons, but we'd play rock. It seems a little more in depth, but I've only gotten an outside view. Uh, I've seen like uh, my nephew's in it, and he's at the youngest age because he was only four when I saw him playing it, but. Like, they just, every now and again, they uh, have a recital-type thing at uh, just some local bar or something. And the kids get to come in and perform all ages, and their families show up, and it's a, it's a rockin' time, dude. Hell yeah. You So you're telling me Chris's firstborn is already in music class? Well, they, they put him in it. Like, no, no one, like... No, I, under, I understand, but you said yeah. he was four? Yeah, he's four. That's awesome. I would have been playing the bongos, brother. Yeah, they just had him up there singing what I like about you, but every like they had him up there first on the lineup. Damn, he opened. Well, it wasn't just him; it was like the entire class. But they they had him first. They had him as the opener, and bright lights on the stage, and like all the families are pumped to see their kids. So they're just like. Got the cameras out and everything, and so every, every like the entire class froze. They just had a a backing track of what I like about you, while like maybe some people sung the that one line, but no one sang the rest of it. You know? Oh yeah, 
Yeah, I have nieces, so I've been to a few uh, dance recitals, very similar things. Oh, yeah, yeah. Everyone just freezes and waves to their parents and shit. <laughs> yep, just deer in headlights on that stage. You can't blame them, dude. Those lights are bright. Yeah. Uh, you know what they say about being once you get under the bright lights. Yeah. Um. So, so, so yeah, that's, yeah, that's so, cool. Um, yeah, since I'm trying to get that job, they need to see me shredding an electric which isn't something i've shredded really since high school so, so all i got all i got here is a acoustic guitar i've been picking that up and doing some youtube videos and good god youtube sucks for guitar lessons i mean i'm not trying to learn i'm just like reviewing but these these clowns are just out here shredding dude Oh yeah, you don't think I've ever? Dude, I've fallen so many rabbit holes of just like drum covers and there's, <laughs> dude, there's so much out there. So what are you gonna? What are you gonna do? Like you, you have to audition, is what you're saying? <clears throat> no, like uh, they just want a video performance. Like they originally asked for like something in my past, just any sort of video performance that weren't specific. So I just threw in like the only thing I had on my phone, which was me and Texas Tam man playing mandolin and guitar. When was that from? Like 2016. Yeah. I told him it's dated and a little outside of what he probably wants, but here you go. And he finally got back to me. He's like, Oh, well, it's a little bit outside our style. We really like to see you on the electric guitar. We really want to see you rock, bro. Yeah, we want to see you rock. <clears throat> Dude, we I had a drum instructor uh, from our hometown here in Peoria, Illinois. I'm very familiar with him. What's his name? Um, Guess I'm not that familiar with him. <laughs> <laughs> Brett. I was uh, a, I was about to forget my man's name, and and there was gonna be people that listened to this that were gonna be so pissed, but it's definitely Brett, and holy shit, he smelled like cologne. He'd be like, "All right, try this one," or no, you you get on the set for like five seconds, right? He's like, "All right, just do you know the basic." Like he he had this fucking book that he made all of us buy that was called uh, Monster. Oh, damn it. Andy's going to listen to this and be pissed. Monster Rock. Or Monster so, Rock? Yeah. So it'd have like... <laughs> it'd have like... The, the Like you'd start with the, the classic... Boom, 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 or something like that, you know? And you'd, yeah. and you'd try it and you'd fuck it all up. And he'd give you like literally 10 seconds. You're like, oh yeah, try that one out. Boom, and then he'd be like, alright, alright, get up, get up, get up. Alright, get up. And then he just he just kick you out of the fucking drum kit, and he'd sit down. He'd be like, "What about something like this?" And he was a fucking metal drummer, you know. And every time he just you just pay thirty dollars a week just to watch him show off on the drum set. Yeah. And then he'd be like, "Hey, check these out." And he'd roll over and go in the corner, and he'd pull out some porno mags, and he'd show you some porn, and he'd be like, "Don't tell your mom I did this, though, huh?" Ha <laughs> ha. <laughs> he was fucking ridiculous. Um, so he you, was. I saw, I saw him there for years, man, because I used to get guitar lessons at that same place. Oh, yeah. And my, my original guitar teacher, was he wasn't as bad, but he's that same style. He, like, he, I bring in a song for him, like, hey, I want to learn this song. And he, like, 
do a, he just put distortion all over everything and you couldn't hear the actual notes and it's completely wrong. And then he spends the rest of the time shredding over a fucking pentatonic scale, bro. <laughs> this wasn't Dave Mack, was it? No, no. The, thank God Dave Mack came in and replaced all the guy's lessons that uh, this guy was doing. Was, could, was this the guy that was, uh, he had like, Mark. yeah, he had like, did he have a long braided hair? Uh, he was bald. I know that. He always wore a, a rockin' cap. He had a goatee. Oh, I'm not thinking of the same And he never knew it until he took his hat off to scratch his head during a hard lesson. <laughs> like, yeah, that was, that was pretty good, little buddy. But it was actually terrible. Like, those guys, they're just complete shredders, and they, they don't have the patience to teach. Oh, no. Brett had no patience. It was, you suck, let me show you how cool I am, let me show you some yeah. titties. Here's some titties yeah. for you. Go on home. Yep. <laughs> I used to pay $30. My mom paid $30 a week for me to see titties at the music shop. And here's some drum fills. Yeah. rock. He was in like Justify the Means and like other local metal. I don't even know if, it, I guess it was metal. I don't know. <clears throat> it, was a, it was a Slipknot era. It yeah. all kind of blended together. It was the Mudvayne era, the Mudvayne Slipknot era. Yep. Um. Oh, okay. So since so the guy that I was that I got taught by that had the long braid hair reminded me of like a bassist from Corn or like, like you know what I mean, somebody like that. Like he he had the image down pat. Now he had a um, little chin patch. Didn't yes. He? Oh yeah. Yep. He had a chin patch. Yeah, he, he, so I started thinking of him and I was like, oh, he's like, he's like, you know, he's like, could be straight out of corn or something. And then it made me think, I have to tell you, so this is Friday, recording this Friday. Uh, we couldn't record Wednesday like we normally do because me and the wife went to Chris Angel Raw in Peoria, Illinois. Fuck yeah, I saw that on Instagram, man. How was, where was that? It was in the Civic Center in the theater. Oh, nice. It was, dude, it was fucking hilarious. There's so much, there's, I can't even tell you, like, you had to be there to experience this. But what made me think of it was corn, okay? I shit you not, it's hard to make this stuff up, but the intro video to the show, once the show gets started and they put the, the sh- they put this intro vid up, a little back, you know, just cool shit about Chris Angel, man. And the music's Fuck playing, up. and then all of a sudden it turns into like a little bit of a music video with Chris Angel and the lead singer of Corn, and it's like one of, it like one of the lead singer of Corn's like solo act songs, you know, yeah. and, and it's terrible. So if it's, I mean, that's just hilarious to me that Chris Angel and the lead singer of Corn were together for this video. So, no, I have no idea of. Corn or they're like, is this guy an actual talented musician or is he just a shredder who picked up an acoustic and now sounds a little naked? I mean, have you ever heard Freak on a Leash? The guy's a fucking genius. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's true. I mean, new metal gods. We'll just leave it at that. I mean, you can take your own. 
you can take your own uh, opinion on him. I can't even remember his name right now. But uh I don't know I don't even know where to start with this Chris Angel show. Are you familiar with Chris Angel? Mind freak. Um yes. but what what he was he like a David Blaine type of guy who like went out on the streets and did magic? Oh yeah, dude. David Blaine and Chris Angel were head to head. This is like The Rock versus Stone Cold. Okay. Okay. This is an epic uh this is a battle of the two thousands for magic supremacy. Battle of Titans. Yeah. So, anyway, he's, like, 51 now. Uh, it's just, I have so many weird stories. Like, the crowd was weird as shit. You think wrestling fans are weird? Magic <laughs> ma- magic people are weird. So, like, uh, it fills up the crowd pretty decent. Like, he, I don't think he sold it out, but it did a decent job. Fills up the crowd pretty decent. Uh, there's, like, a picture, a picture thing going on at the beginning, like a photo opportunity, because there's a straight jacket hanging from like a um it looks like metal you know some metal piping like a metal piping frame with with a uh, straight jacket hanging from it and they let the first 10 rows or whatever get in line and go up there and put their arms in the in the straight jacket and then take a picture you know uh they were taking pictures with one of the showgirls and then uh Chris Angel's like the the guy, the other magician that's on tour with him, that's helping him with the show. His name was, uh, oh my god, Mike Hammer. <laughs> His name was Mike Hammer, and the whole time I'm like, why wouldn't you just be Jack Hammer? Seriously, like, at just, that point, <laughs> yeah, just be Jack Hammer. But anyway, <laughs> so you got Mike Hammer up there taking photos with uh, the straight jacket. There's this weird girl that comes on stage. I don't know if she was fucked up or just, like, tripping or just having a great time. I don't know what the fuck was going on. She goes up there. Um, she's, like, dancing towards the uh, the straight jacket. Like, real weird dancing. Kind of like a wook would. And then goes up to the the uh, framing that's holding up this straight jacket and starts licking it up and down. Like, she's, she's doing, the, like, a stripper pole, you know? So she's oh, weird. Yeah, this is after you just been boringly watched. You know, I'm just like half asleep watching like ten year old kids get into straight jack and take a take a cute pick. You know what I mean? It's boring as fuck. And then all of a sudden, this lady comes up, and I'm like, "What the fuck?" And then she starts doing, making, you know, putting her leg up on the pole and just acting like a whore and everything. You know, baby. Yeah, and then she gets in the straight jacket with with uh, Jack Hammer. And they they take the pick, and then she, like, gives him a kiss on the face and then slaps his ass and, like, puts her leg up over him and, like, just get, just, it was crazy. And then Aerosmith was playing at that point. Because, you know, a gift from the gods. So now we got Aerosmith playing, and she's dancing off the stage, like, slow as shit. Like, like I'm talking, like, most people are, like, in, out, this is, like, a 15-second endeavor. She's, like, up there for two minutes. Dancing on the stage in front of the crowd. There was another lady that, in later on in the night, that had gotten invited on stage, and she knew somebody in the front row. When Chris Angel was done with her, like, okay, get off the stage or whatever, she literally walks over to the woman that she knows in the front row. She's on the stage. The woman that she knows is in, like, the pit, you know? Like, she's down. Yeah. Like, they, yeah. they are not on the same level. And this lady gets on her hands and knees on all fours 
on the edge of the stage on all fours like a dog, and the woman that knows her reaches up overhead and hugs her. Huh. And this is during a fucking show. Like, what are you doing? It wasn't even off to the side. It was right in the middle. Like, Chris Angel's like, thank you so much. Everybody give me a round of applause. Blah, blah, blah. And then she takes the time to do a kneeling hug. It's yeah, like, that's... It's like, what the fuck is wrong with these people? Like, this is Peoria. Yeah. There's something wrong with our brains. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it comes down to. There's something wrong with our brains when we're... Yeah. When we're we're gonna stop the show to yeah. kneel down and hug a friend in the front row. Yeah, so crowd super weird. Uh, I mean, there were so many good moments, man. It started out like he's wearing this crazy. He comes out looking like Michael Jackson, like he's dressed insane, leathers, yeah. uh, sparkles. You know, everything's loud. Like everything's black, tight, shiny. Or just, oh, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, he's dressed to the bites. Yeah. Vegas style. <laughs> yeah, Vegas style. He comes out, full face paint, music's fucking going like crazy. It's like some fucking electronic, like, extreme, like, something between Rob Zombie and, like, techno, you know what I mean? Like, it's just boom, 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 and it's fucking rocking. And, uh, he starts taking these things out of his pockets and I'm like, what the fuck is that? And he's like holding up, he's holding up paper and slicing it in half. And I'm like, oh, he's got something sharp. So he's slicing up this paper with razor blades to show us he's got razor blades. And then he starts, okay. and then he starts putting them in his mouth and like showing us that he's got razor blades in his mouth. And then he pulls another one out, slices some paper, puts it in his mouth, got razor blades in the mouth. And then he starts, and then he swallows them. You know, he puts three razor blades in his mouth and swallows them. And there's no, uh, you know, there's no talking going on at this point. This is like crazy, and there's dancers everywhere. Like, and I'm talking like, uh, oh, I don't even know how to how do you say this. What, what's the word for people that are like double joint? Oh, like contortionists. Yes, that's it. So they have contortionists on stage at the same time. So this is getting real weird. Of course, it's mind freak. It, we're getting totally mind freaked at this point. And uh, swallows the razor blades and puts like a camera down his throat. It looks like a sword, but it's got a camera on the end of it, you know? And he oh, put, yeah. puts the camera down his throat to show us that the razor blades are in his gullet. And then he starts, boop, boop, or whatever they do. Uh, and he's getting them back up. And then he spits, uh, and then he uh. <laughs> spits out the razor blades. And then he's like spitting out blood everywhere. And he's, he's mind freaking us, you know? Yeah, I'm, I'm freaked. <laughs> I'm secondhand freaked. Yeah, so then he, the music stops and he said, tonight, like he's being real serious, you know, tonight we go raw. <laughs> and like, so that means he's like unplugged, you know, this is like Nirvana unplugged. Like, yeah. we're not going to do all the theatrics all night. We're just going to be, we're just going to do an old school magic show. So then he takes off he takes off the uh, the paint face paint all that stuff, um, no more music, and then from there it was just you know weird tricks and what you know just different stuff bringing people on stage weirdos. There's a guy from Poland that like just like took time to just like film the crowd forever. 
I felt like I was in a room with a bunch of fucking simple. T- like I don't, I don't even know how to describe it. It was weird. Dude, one thing security has taught me is these these niche shows. Like the more niche, the more like weird people get when they get together. Oh yeah, and that that's got to be the best example I've heard is this fucking mind freak crowd. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, I totally believe that. It was a very weird crowd. Uh, one more thing that was hilarious was, uh, well, there was a lot of, dude, there's a lot of weird little things to this show. Chris Angel was still doing like, you know, he's 50, so he's doing like old school jokes. Like, uh, like, like, sec- Why the cat cross the road? No, just like, bo- like, I'm talking like racial and me too jokes that are, aren't, flying as much unless you do them a smart way you know what i mean oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> so like they were to me it was funny but like it he didn't do them so smart so it wasn't greatly executed but uh he had a couple good ones and then some terrible jokes uh he brought one <laughs> he brought one lady up on stage and was like gonna expose their fears you know so he gives her a tablet and he's like i want you to type in your fear he has got like a lisp. I, I don't know how to do his voice, but <laughs> I think he's got a lisp. But anyway, he's like, type in your fears. Okay. So she types it in, shows it to him. She typed in spiders. And then he said, click images. This is on Google, you know? Yeah. He's got a little tablet on stage. So she hits images and they pick a picture of a spider. And then he puts the the tablet flat on the table and like does this little weird thing with his hands, you know, where he's I don't know what the fuck he's doing. And he uh, <laughs> he lifts up the tablet and there's a tarantula under the tablet, you know, a live oh. one. And it just freaked the lady out like she wasn't having it at all. There was like a Kenya. There was a, I think she said she was from Kenya. I don't know. There was a woman there that was like trying to fuck up his his tricks. It was hilarious. And she didn't even know, like, she just, you could tell it was just a communication breakdown. Yeah. And, like, she was fucking his shit up. Like, he, he, he was having, he was struggling. She's like, he's like, what are you afraid of? And she's like, no. And he's like, no, like, what are you afraid of? And she's like, no. He's like, no, like, what, what are you afraid of? And she's like, um, nothing. She just didn't want another it, tarantula. It was awesome. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> this lady fucking having it. He put some lady's uh, cell phone into an Amsterdam vodka bottle. He just Fancy. he just clicked it on the side and then fucking boom threw it through there. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't. He's good. I don't know how he does a lot of his shit, but it's don't ever don't ever watch a magic show and then. Look up how they do their tricks, because then it's really disappointing. Oh, I bet. And then, and it's always like, well, duh, that's how they did it. Fuck. Yeah, I just think they did it. <laughs> yeah. So don't don't ever look up a magic trick. Just just watch the show and enjoy it. Is my uh, this is my take. Hey, that's the full mind freak experience. You don't want to know how your mind was freaked. Yeah. Exactly. So it was, it was fun. I'm going to, you know what? This goes out to Chris Angel. And he also did several terrible 9-11 tributes uh, that were ill-planned and uh, 
it was just the one I swear to God. The first one he did, he was like, 9-11 happened during Chris Angel trying to become Chris Angel. And today is that day. Oh, my God. And we're all like, what? Like, oh, you, you so Chris Angel was trying to become a magician during 9-11? Sweet. I was trying to fucking make it to lunch hour because I was hungry and wanted chicken tenders. Yeah. Like, big fucking deal, dude. And then uh, the the one at the end of the show was, uh, he, like, you could tell he was trying to get good footage for, like, a crappy Hulu special that's coming or something. Yeah. Because he was, like, he did the, I put it on my story on Instagram. I'm sure you saw it. Did you see that one? Uh, how'd it go? He was like, um, he he did something, and then he was gonna turn around, and we were all gonna say, "We'll never forget." Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So he was like, um, you know, this goes out to the everybody that lost their lives on that horrible day, and all the firefighters and first responders that helped, and God bless all of them, and God bless America, and we will never forget. And like. It, we did it twice, dude, because he, he was literally like, all right, let's do it again. Because he, <laughs> he just wanted to get good footage. For hey, some... guys, second take. <laughs> yeah, second take, guys, on the... Let's do a second take on my uh, 9-11 memorial, because it's all about... It really is about 9-11. It's not about the fact that I want something cool for my DVD. Yeah. It doesn't have anything to do with my shitty Hulu special. No, that, uh, yeah, we're just doing it twice it, for 9-11. Twice for 9-11. Because we really don't want to forget. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, that's Chris Angel Mind Freak, baby. Sounds like a hell of an experience, Eric. It was. So that's why we couldn't record on Wednesday. <laughs> okay, so here we are, Friday. Way to bring it all full, full circle. <laughs> yeah. So we're here Friday. Um... Week, uh, a, a, well, let me tell you something, Jeff. I didn't get uh, to, I didn't get to see SmackDown. I got to see a little bit of it. That's all right. <laughs> I'm, I'm old now and I have too much to do. So I'm like, I'm a, I'm a raw guy. Yeah, a raw guy. That's all right. Yeah. I, yeah, I you had a busy week. Well, I go Chris Angel raw and then I go Monday night raw. Yeah. So, um, Monday night raw, obviously. You know what we got to start out with, Jeff. Yeah. Stone Cold fucking Steve Austin. Fucking owning the show. Yeah, I mean, he's, like we talked about in the past, he's clearly the best thing they have still. It's amazing. Yeah. Like, you can just put him in anywhere, and the crowd will fucking go wild. It's the biggest, he still has the biggest pop in the business. Nothing pops like the glass shatter, man. Nothing. Nope. Cena doesn't. The Rock doesn't. No. Taker doesn't. No. No. Yeah, his promo was like everything about that was his work was great during that. Uh, so they had him come out for a um, contract signing. Contract signing. He was a moderator, and the whole work was great during the whole thing. Don't you agree? Yeah. Besides Braun trying to stick a fucking forking the spokes I, I was hoping stone cold fucking stun his ass well yeah but i mean like stone cold's work oh yeah 
Like, I mean, he the man, he, he's the best. Like, Braun Strowman comes out first and goes to shake his hand, and Steve does the classic, like, you know, he like looking him up and down and like, yeah. I don't think yeah. I'm going to shake this guy's hand. And then he kind of acts like he will, and then he just touches his head, kind of shakes it off and turns around. I was like, fuck yeah. Like, he nailed that part. Yeah. And then um, Seth comes out. And then once once Stone Cold... See, the, here's the thing. You do it on Stone Cold's watch. So when Stone Cold is ready, then we shake hands. It, <laughs> it was the ultimate alpha move, man. Did, he did it to Rollins, too? No, Rollins didn't ask for the handshake, but it's like once they were both there and the music had stopped and the dust had settled, when Stone Cold was ready to get this son of a bitch taken care of, he shook hands with both parties like a professional. Oh, I gotcha. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, I mean, Seth was really good, but Braun, his mic stuff's not there yet, but he's not terrible. I mean, Seth kind of, neither of them knew what to do. Like, Stone Cold clearly is the only reason why anyone's interested in this. Yeah. I mean, they were getting, you were still getting AJ Styles chance throughout the contract signing. Yeah, uh, that's another question I had for you, um, which I think I might kind of answer my question. I think I kind of answered it already, but what did you think of AJ's performance here? Oh, well, I, what, what I was thinking more or less was like, what I was getting to was Seth or Braun didn't know how to deal with it. Like, Seth is just like, Oh, I respect you, blah blah blah. It's a stone cold, and then he he got a, he got a little help with the what chance. He kind of played off that. Yeah. Ron didn't know what to do with Stone Cold. He's like, I still don't trust the Texas rattlesnake. Okay. Well, yeah. it'll stun your ass. Yeah. He should have trusted. And then AJ, AJ came out, bitch. got some heat, got some mixed love, and then from that more heat, and then he just uh, started making fun of Stone Cold, and that that's it, man. That that's all you need. Yeah. Anyone to give any any heat to Stone Cold like that, it's perfect. So you you liked AJ here? Yeah, he played he played it perfectly. He was a pro that night. Cause AJ? I yeah, cause I really couldn't tell if uh I'm, like as I'm watching it. Okay, so the crowd's like giving him the what's, and uh, AJ's doing some heel work, and the crowd's giving him the what's and trying to fuck him up and. AJ, he really did look, uh, how would you say, it looked like the crowd got to him. You know what I mean? He did look flustered. Uh, was he flustered? No, I, I don't think he was. I think this is a testament to how good his performance was. Oh, that's I got you. That's what I think happened. I was like, oh, is he really flustered? And then he would, <laughs> and then he would keep going with it, and he'd be like, oh, just shut up. Shut up and let me talk. Or blah, blah, blah. Sounds like, I mean, it is kind of classic heel stuff, but he, he did a really good job. Like, if I can't determine if you're really flustered or not, maybe you're just killing it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because you, you would want to be flustered, you know? The crowd's on Stone Cold's side. Yeah. You're the bad guy. Always. Always. Uh, and then the, like, uh, Carl Anderson, was he was doing good work, too, without a mic. 
Because the crowd would be getting to like getting to AJ, quote unquote, and and Carl Anderson would like go over there and like whisper something in his ear, and AJ would shake his head like, "Oh yeah, that's what we'll say. That's <laughs> yeah. that's what we'll get oh, him yeah, with." Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah, yes. that's how we'll get him. So, yeah, good idea. So that segment was like what 20, 20 25 minutes long. Yeah, it was twenty. That was a good ass segment. And it ends up with um, a brawl ensuing. I, who started the brawl? I I know all three of the the club got up on the apron, but I'm not sure who threw the first punch. I, I think Rollins did. Yeah, I think the good guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Rollins started the brawl, and uh, AJ standing tall in the ring while Stone Cold's just watching. AJ turns around, and no one expected this, but it's Madison Square Garden, so we get an actual fucking Stone Cold stunner. Yep. To AJ, AJ took it well. Stone Cold took it well. Yeah, he's still good for a stunner. I don't think we'll ever see him. There's an ass stunner, too. Yeah. It was a good one. I don't, I don't know if we'll ever see Stone Cold wrestle again, but he'll still dish out a stunner. Yeah, I don't think we'll see him wrestle, but yeah, stunners all day. I, I gave it two stars just based on the stunner alone. <laughs> uh, but, like, how old is Stone Cold? I have no idea. He's got to be in his 50s, right? I don't know. He's in great shape still. He looks like he could still have an Undertaker like match, but I don't. I don't think. I think there's a health issue there. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, he, he's the type of guy who gets more of a pop doing promos than matches anyway. Yeah, like it's never like, oh, I gotta see Austin wrestle because I know he's such a great athlete in the ring. No, he's a fucking mud, kick a mud hole in your ass type of wrestler. He's a bruiser. Bruiser. Yeah, that was the word I was. I couldn't remember the description. Yeah, yep. He yeah, he was great. And somebody used that uh term at work the other day. That was pretty awesome. A bruiser? No, he said uh he'll stomp a mud hole in your ass. Oh, nice. I was like, "Fuck yeah." But yeah, great. That was a good ass segment. Uh I liked to I thought Raw really nailed it, the Hulu cut this week. It was like a fucking they were batting it. I mean, they were killing it. What was the second? Oh, yeah, I mean, Raw, Raw was good. What was the second one on the Hulu cut? Was it the women's match? I, I on the Hulu cut. Oh yeah, you watch the whole thing, don't you? Yeah, I watch cable. Oh, so you can look real quick. Um, did Mike Ryan say on the Dan Lebitard show that Buff Bagwell won the twenty four seven title? Did that happen? <laughs> Must not have. Yes. I think you're. I think you're confusing your stories. I don't know, dude. Remember the segment on the Levitard show where Mike Ryan got a cameo uh, video about his buddy's birthday from Buff Bagwell. Uh, vaguely. So Buff Bagwell was a wrestler. You remember him? Yeah, I know Buff Bagwell, WCW boy. Yeah. So. Yeah. So he got a cameo from Buff Bagwell, which if, if people don't know, cameo is this service where you can have like a celebrity or a, you know, a Buff Bagwell even. Oh, okay. That's what you mean by cameo. Yeah. Where they will send in a little video clip of like, oh, like happy birthday. Uh, and they always say, for some reason, they always say, I heard like, 
I heard you work at Arby's. I heard you make the best roast beefs and happy anniversary wedding. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay, this is a this is a good little clip if anybody's bored. Uh watch the Antonio Brown cameo spot where he wishes somebody a happy anniversary. It is hilarious. I heard it's your 34th birthday. Yep. And he I heard, heard you've been re- working really hard as a defense attorney and your birthday is here. <laughs> I also heard it's your 34th wedding. No, a 34th anniversary. Wedding. wedding. <laughs> <laughs> Yep, Antonio Brown cameo. Look that shit up. It's hilarious. Um, he did not. He did not do the Chris Angel nine eleven double take for that. No, that was a one. He was a one take tiger. Yeah. I mean, he wasn't playing around. No. But um, anyway, long so story. Buff Bagwell. Long story short, they had the Buff Bagwell one, and he said, Dan kind of made fun of him for getting Buff Bagwell, and he said. That guy won a title this weekend and lost it immediately. So I was like, oh, they must be talking about the 24-7 title. But you didn't see Buff Bagwell on uh, WWE television? I mean, I don't... The only news I get is when they show shit on Raw. And they had another celebrity win on Raw that I'd like to get to. Oh, well then go right now. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. It's not Buff Bagwell. Who was it? So uh, they, they showed... This might not amaze- we'll get back to your music shortly, but first, did you know that prescription prices are different at different pharmacies? You could literally drive across the street and get a different price. That's crazy. But with GoodRx, you can instantly compare prices at every pharmacy in your neighborhood and save up to 80%. You're probably thinking there's a catch, right? Nope. It's 100% free and can save you money whether you have insurance or not. In fact, it can often beat your copay. Download the GoodRx app today and start saving. GoodRx is not insurance. What can give you a competitive edge in today's red-hot housing market? Rocket can. That's because Rocket Mortgage can give you a verified approval. It could help your offer stand out. Because when you find the perfect home, you don't want to lose it to anybody else. Rocket technology provides a rock-solid verification of your income, assets, and credit, giving sellers and their agents greater confidence in you. We've already helped over 1 million clients just like you reach their home financing goals this year alone. So remember this, what can help you buy the home you really want? Rocket can. Go to rocketmortgage.com or call us today at 8338-ROCKET. That's rocketmortgage.com or call 8338-ROCKET. A verified approval is based on an underwriter's analysis of your individual financial information, appraisal, and title report. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender licensed in all 50 states and MLSconsumeraccess.org number 3030. The Hulu cut, but it happened supposedly before the show. Anna's Cancer, the NBA player, are you familiar? Okay, that's what it was. He That's the other person he got the, the cameo from. He got one from Enos Cantor. Oh, okay. Okay, go ahead. Now so, I get it. Anus Cantor is a uh, NBA player. You might have heard him this last season because he had some run-in with the Turkish government. He uh, is from Turkey and was talking shit about his government, and that's a fucked up government over there. So, like, he had visa issues because he was, like, a security threat and shit, like going to Canada. Yeah. Anyway, he was playing for the Knicks for a long time. 
uh, moved to Portland, was played on Portland for the rest of this last season. But this offseason, he signed with Boston. And uh, he's been, like, shown on some uh, social media videos and shit of him, like, in the wrestling over this offseason, in the wrestling ring, like, just taking a couple of bumps and giving out some clotheslines and shit. Real simple stuff. Like, real simple. He's a professional basketball player, for Christ's sake. Yeah. And so, um, before the show on Raw, they had him in Madison Square Garden in the ring, like, wearing a jumpsuit and just, like, doing some interview uh, with one of the WWE ladies. And uh, R-Truth comes in, and he's just like, mad respect, blah, blah, blah. And uh, this is all, this is becoming a work, clearly. Our truth uh, <laughs> he's just, like, waving to the crowd and shit. And Amos Kanner just fucking hits him with a clothesline, sloppy-ass clothesline. Classic amateur one where it's all arm, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, gets down, pins him, gets the belt, and then he unzips his fucking jumpsuit and reveals the Boston Celtics jersey in Madison Square Garden. Got some good heat for that. Nice. And so, like, the crowd's booing him. He's just fucking gloating with the title. And then our truth fucking schoolboys his ass, rolls him up for the three count, and gets away scot-free. Okay. So, I, I loved it. Did he look As huge? As a basketball fan, I loved it. He had to look enormous. Yeah. How's oh, yeah. He's, he's a center in the NBA. He's close to seven foot, if not. I was gonna say that I know that dude's fucking tall, but is he is he a seven footer? I think he's probably six ten ish. Yeah, but they might call him seven foot. Basketball's kinda like wrestling in that manner. Yeah. They like to exaggerate the height. So yeah, that that was the twenty four seven bit that I really liked this week. Hell yeah. And they showed it again on SmackDown just in case you missed it. Okay. Uh six eleven. Is listed height. Uh, 611? Okay. So that's a big motherfucker. Yeah, he's a big boy. Hell yeah. So what'd you think of the uh, women's match? Um, I mean, I really liked it. Like, I was hyped the entire match. They, they were putting together a great... Like, I could see why they want to go with this four horsewomen shit. Oh yeah, dude. The, the, those are like the best. <clears throat> I think. Um, kayfabe wise, I uh, could do with a little less uh, commentary on how Becky and Charlotte are going to get along when they've been getting along the entire match. Yeah. And uh, we, we got a, a new look. Cole told us about Sasha, called herself the quote, the standard and the blueprint. Hashtag. Yeah, the blueprint. I didn't hear it. What was the first one? The standard? The standard. Okay, I didn't hear the standard. I heard the I heard about uh, the blueprint. I don't mind blueprint. Oh, yeah, I I just made I just now made the connection between that and the blue hair, so that that works. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that's what they're trying to do. But I I, I don't mind the blueprint. It's kind of a cool name. Or it took not me four four days to get through, but <laughs> no, I thought that match was sick, dude. Yeah, they gave him long long to do it too there's like a 20 25 minute match yeah are those like the top four top four women yeah 
No, I don't mean like I, I mean uh the best. I'm not talking about like merch sales and shit like that. Or do, is it, yeah, or is Natty Ice in there? <clears throat> yeah, I put Natty in there. Naomi's pretty good too. Yeah, I mean there's a lot of there's a lot of good wrestlers that just get overlooked. For sure. I don't know. I think they're I think they're definitely in the conversation though. That's a good group. When I was talking to Steve about this, like I was telling him, I want I want there to be a fatal four way. I don't want any sort of stables in this four horsewomen thing. I hope they, uh, like move towards that in the future. He's like they won't because well, who who are the who else are they gonna give the other title to? I'm like, well, Naomi, Daddy. Apparently, he said that Daddy's injured now. Yeah. That's... So Daddy can't have it. Naomi's. Not even on TV. I guess you can give it to Ember Moon or Alexa Bliss or Lacey Evans, but yeah, Oscar. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. She's buried. Yep. Man, they are burying her. <clears throat> Naomi might be on vacation or something. I haven't seen Naomi in forever. Yeah, it's been a minute. But no, that was a super good match. Match of the night for sure. Uh, what was? What was after that? Uh, there's a pretty good Ray versus Grand Metal League match on on the cable version. I doubt that made the Hulu cut. No, but that sounds like a, that sounds like a one I would want to watch though. I gave it a half star. Gra- Grand Metal League. I, I hope I'm not butchering that name because I already wrote it down wrong. I, when I wrote it down, I just wrote down Grand Malik. I just would have wrote Grand Metal. Grand Metal. Uh, no, like, he's one of those guys that you never see because he's part of Lucha House Party. And, like, you can't tell one from the other with the amount of time, with the amount of airtime they get. He's, like, so, he's fairly big, not big, but he's the bigger one? Yeah. Yeah, yeah he's, he's, I mean, he's not a cruiserweight. Or maybe he is, but he doesn't look it. He's, like, more, he, like, Sin Cara was pretty big for, uh the masked wrestlers we get in WWE, at least. Oh, yeah, for sure. But, yeah, just to confirm, your star system, this is, like, adding up to your overall score, right? Because you said... Uh, yeah. Because you said you gave this a half a star. Yeah. So that means you're going to add it to the other stars you've given, and that's going to be your out-of-five-star rating for the whole show. Correct. Okay. Because I mean, the, sometimes, sometimes I, uh, it's, it's like wrestling. I'll, I'm, I fucking make the rules on my notes. That's right. <laughs> I get it. But the reason why I ask is because, uh, uh, the, the, the classic, um, whatever the fuck his name is, the guy who rates the matches, Dave Meltzer, or I don't remember which one it is. I think it's him. He has the five star, uh, five-star rating you know for matches and, oh, yeah. and it's each individual match and people for some reason put a lot of weight behind that so it sounded like so that's what i'm used to hearing about matches like oh it was a five-star match so when you said oh, I, so when no, you said no, i gave it a half a star i was like oh did it suck that's weird oh i gotcha <laughs> no i, I I'm, I'm adding half a star to the show like i star something if it's if it's a highlight to the show something i need to talk about yeah 
I gave this a half star. It's an honorable mention. And it sometimes adds to this total rating of the show. Sometimes it doesn't. <laughs> no, I, I gotcha. Uh, well, well, tell us about another star then. Well, like I said, Austin stuns AJ's two stars. So you have uh, any other stars from Raw? The four horse women got a star and the Indus Cannon got half a star. Okay. So right now you're at three out of five stars if we were to go by that formula? I'm at four stars right now. Oh yeah, that's right. I think that's pretty accurate. Yeah, because what they did here, Eric, is they gave us a Firefly Funhouse, which was pretty good. Yep. Thought for a second Bray was actually trying to pick a fight with Stone Cold. Thank God he was not. Let's keep it that way. Yeah. Did he say something about... Or no, never mind. What was... I'm a little I'm a little forgetful on that. Well, maybe I took a nap during it. So this Firefly Funhouse, uh, all the other critters kept saying, Stranger Danger, Stranger Danger. Yes. And they talked about so cold. I'm not sure how the two got aligned, but... I don't know. Bray, Bray worked it in, and... No, he's been taking shots at vet- veterans. I don't know what it yeah. means, but he has. But go ahead. Well, I mean, since he's, like, taken out Foley and Angle, I was hoping they're not going to have the Fiend take out Stone Cold. Fuck no, you can't do that. No, no. No one touches Stone Cold. Nope. That's my rule. I mean, it's just for the better of the business. Yeah. If Stone, I mean, what the fuck? If Br- if the lights hit during Stone Cold's promo, and then you get him back on, and Bray is putting on the mandible claw, like the only the only way that works is if we're getting Stone Cold versus Bray Wyatt feud. You can't just do a one now like you did with Angle and Foley. That just ruins the mystique of Stone Cold. Exactly. Like, that ain't gonna work. It'd be like doing it to The Undertaker out of nowhere. Yeah, no. It'd be no. the same thing. No, if, he's, if Stone Cold's gonna be able to get revenge, and we're gonna have, like, a blood feud, then sure. But no, no, no. Yeah, none of that. <clears throat> but then the uh, main event, which you texted me before you watched, and I was in total agreement when I was watching it, the main event was just a ten-man tag, faces versus heels, getting ready go home show style yep. you had Braun Rollins Alexander and uh, Viking Raiders who turned face for the evening yeah <laughs> versus the club and Ziggler and Rude and <laughs> Eric texted me before this he's like I'm not really feeling this unless Stone Cold comes out yeah and sure enough sure enough Stone Cold comes out and saves the day. He really it's did. The crowd hype. He fucking saved the day. Like you, like you nailed it. Like I was like, fuck this. Like I hate when they put together random teams. I mean, even the teams that are in there are random teams. The crowd was doing a wave the entire time. Yeah. So uh, Stone Cold comes back out just after the victory, right? Just to celebrate. Yeah, just to toast the boys. That's cool. So yeah, he comes out after the victory and he does, you know, he does the toast. Beers for everybody. They chug them. Whoever throws those beers, man. So good. Yeah, they are. They should 
be an NFL quarterback. And and Stone Cold always catches him. Every once in a while he'll fumble one, but it's unbelievable. Yeah. He's got <laughs> fucking beer hands. He's got claws, man. Yeah. He's like Kawhi Leonard. Um, what time is it? Oh, man, we're running a little long, Jeff. We better get into SmackDown. That's all right. We got we got predictions, too. We'll run long a little bit this week, I guess. Uh, SmackDown. Did you see any of it? Yes, I saw the opening uh, bell with Undertaker. All right, what did you think of that? I was half asleep. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so uh, I don't know what it came of it. So basically, he was just like paying homage to Madison Square Garden, doing what it did for the wrestling business, talking about the Titans and the souls. The Titans that got through here are legends now, blah, blah, blah. He, 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 he wrapped it up great. He's like, and I'm glad to know that I have a bit of every one of their souls. I'm like, fuck yeah, Taker. Hell yeah. There you go. That's the way not to completely break character. And the crowd's completely for it. And then all of a sudden, Sammy sings happy-ass music hits. And Taker looks like he just got shot on. Okay. Like he's pissed. Is... And Sammy Zane's just, oh, I respect you, Taker, but blah, 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 blah. He's dancing his way down to the ring. And Taker just basically ends up choke-slamming his ass. So, like, we don't get really much of anything? Like, do you think they laid the seeds for Sami Zayn versus Undertaker, or do you think it was just a one-off because they were in Square Garden? I think it was just a Square Garden thing, like yeah. with Stone Cold. That makes sense. That's cool. Uh, no Nakamura with him? It was just they brought out a bad guy to talk shit, basically? Yeah. Okay. Like Wave Teal. Got it. Yeah, that makes sense for uh, for the Garden crowd. Oh, yeah. It's like, I don't know how many more times I'll have in this ring. And that's where he dropped the Souls comment, I think. Okay. Um, Because it sounded, for a hot second, I was worried he was going to do another retirement. Oh, no. It'll be like a, it's got to be like a Mania match, you'd think. Yeah. Uh, So was that, how many stars did that earn, or did it earn any? I normally don't do stars on SmackDown. Sometimes I will, but this one didn't have stars. But I'll give Taker a star. We're getting we're getting old, man. Yeah. Sometimes when you get to be thirty, uh, you're the kind of wrestling fan that that just watches Raw. Like <laughs> I, I, I hope I'm not there, but like I've been just been super busy. But this last week, I was a thirty year old Raw man. You know. Yeah, that's all right. It happens. It does happen. So tell me the other stars, if there were. Like, imagine you did star them. What would they be? Um, so the story of the night that was being laid throughout the night was, uh, happened right after this. Shane called, uh, KO into his, well, first he called Gable into his quote-unquote office uh, to inform Gable and basically the audience that Elias is not medically cleared and Shane will find and St- Gable's like yeah so I get a buy in the king of the ring right 
He's like, no, we'll find you a replacement. And we find out after the next match that Shane's like, your your replacement opponent will be the best in the world. Oh, God. And then he calls uh, KO into his office. Shane does. He's like, I was thinking about uh, waving that $100,000 fine. And KO's like, all right, what's the catch? He's like, oh, I just need you to uh, do a little something. He gives him a referee jersey. He's like, I just need you to call the match tonight correctly. So he's blackmailing KO, essentially, to... Uh, call the... Yep. Call the call the King of the Ring match in favor of Shane over Chad Gable. Yeah, throw the match for Shane. Yep. And this was the main event later that night. Was this match? And uh, at first, uh, Gable rolls him up real quick, and KO fast counts it, and like screws Shane over, and we're like that, that was it. That was like two minutes. And Shane's like, no, no, no. This is now best two or three. And it gets worked for a while, and now KO's like really considering. He's like, oh shit. He's he's like, he's considering the weight. So now he's. Slow counting Chad Gable and fast counting for Shane McMahon pins. So he's, he's flip-flopped. Yeah. KO has. But then uh, Chad Gable, it's still a best two of three falls, and Shane hasn't gotten a pinfall or nothing. Chad Gable wraps up Shane in an ankle lock. Shane taps out. Okay. And, like, afterwards, like, Shane's looking at KO all pissed, and KO's like, I literally did everything I could. You tapped out, like the crowd's all into it, like chanting at him. You tapped out. You tapped out. <laughs> yeah. And then um, Chaos turns to leave the ring. Shane attacks him from behind with those classic squirrel punches, fake as hell. And then grabs a mic and acts like Chaos reaching up in his face and blocking it. He couldn't really get it out as well as Vince, but he says, "You're fired." Yeah, so I saw. I definitely saw that spoiler on the internet. Obviously, yeah. So but, as as of now, KO's fired. But uh, it sounded it sounded kind of good when you told it. it. Was pretty cool. I mean, the entire time I didn't know he's gonna fire him, so I just saw it as a classic. Here's Shane being a fucking asshole again and making it all about him. Yeah. Go home show. Yeah. I mean, that, that, that adds some heat, but it's still like, you know, he's just not going to be fired next week. That's what I'm saying. Where do they go from here? It'll be interesting to see. Yeah. I just want Shane McMahon out of my wrestling life. That'd be nice. <laughs> well, I think I'm going to have to go back and watch SmackDown maybe tonight. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um couple other things uh kofi and orton had a face not a face-to-face kofi was talking shit out in the ring and then orton was in the crowd and lured him out attacked him with the chair and then kofi came back got the advantage and they're still out in the crowd like deep in the crowd and uh does a pays homage to back on your birthday in 2009 when he did that leg drop in madison square garden off the railing into the table yeah he did another one of those. It didn't quite land as good. Like, he kind of landed on his feet and hit him with his thigh, you know? Yeah. 
Did you just smack your thigh? Huh? Did you just smack your thigh? Yeah. Nice. A nice visual for the audio medium. (laughs) (laughs) But it kind of worked. I knew what you were doing. Yeah, totally. Uh, Um, And then Eric Rowan and Roman had a, uh, a brawl that kept going despite security, like being there and trying to separate them. And this basically ended with Eric Rowan taking one of those cameras over by the uh, announce table that's on a crane. It's yeah. a classic wrestling move. He took the camera and just fucking launched it at him, and the crane just teeters over and, like, jacks Roman and a referee. Yeah. It, it, it looked painful. Like, I don't think Rowan meant to throw it as hard as he did. <laughs> Nice, yeah. I I remember like waking up and seeing Rowan d- delivering a terrible promo, and I was like, "Oh, well, I'm definitely going to sleep." Yeah, no, the promo sucked. It wasn't long though. They saw he's struggling, and they hit uh, Rain's music real quick. <laughs> like, get on out there, yeah. Burn out, burn out. Shut the fuck up, Eric Rowan. You're done. And I love exactly. how they, I love how they brought Eric back. Remember, he was Rowan for a long time. Now he's Eric Rowan. Well, you have to... I mean, Rowan versus Roman, it's a who's on first. It's real confusing to talk about. Yeah. yeah. So you have to give him something. So you can say Eric versus Reigns or something like that, you know? Yeah. Uh, it's a it's a no DQ match I'm seeing here. Ooh, okay. <clears throat> but yeah, that's 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 about it. Uh, real quick, they had a, um, I want to talk about Bailey's heel angle. I know you haven't seen SmackDown, but basically the only thing in that story was they're just pushing Bailey versus Charlotte. There's no Becky Sasha. And how they did that was they had Bailey in the locker room and Ember comes up and confronts her. He's like, so you say you're trying to elevate the women's division, then you go and attack Becky Lynch. And Bailey's like, what I have to do to elevate the division, I have to do. It's like, how is, Be- how is attacking Becky Lynch elevating the division in any way? And Bailey's like, you know what? Grabs the title. Let's settle this in the ring. So I don't know if she knows how to be a heel yet. Like, this is the weird thing with Ember. And later they had a yeah. match. Bailey versus Ember with Charlotte on commentary. Well, no, she's not a good heel, I don't think. I've never seen, like, I don't know. Her, her mic work isn't very good at all, is it? No. So, like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't think she's... I, I think she's a better face myself. I think she's a natural face, you know? I think she can... Like, if she keeps leaning into this character... I think she can just like keep portraying it as she's she's the self righteous like she thinks that she's right, but yeah. everyone else sees her as a heel. I think if she plays that role, so she can continue to like kind of be face ish, yeah, and confident and shit. I know what you, you mean. Know? Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, that's not that. Yeah, I think that could work. It's but... just so weird combining that with like Sasha, who's like clearly just an asshole 
Yeah, and, and all of it's kind of weird because Charlotte, is is she a heel or a face? You know what I mean? When the feud started, yeah. she was heel. Yeah. So I have no idea what Charlotte is. Um, Charlotte, I'll tell you what she is, is the best female wrestler ever. What do you think of that take, Jeff? Can't can't go that far, huh? No. Okay. My, my markiness won't allow me, and also China. Yeah, well, they're the only two. China and Charlotte are the only two to make it look... Like, when Charlotte picks a chick up and slams her down and starts hitting her, same thing with, with uh, China. Like, that, they're the only women that you think, like, okay, that's physical. Like, she's beating that bitch's ass. Yeah. Well, China did that to Ben. Oh, I know. China, like, China... That's the thing. It, they're on the same level, though, I'm telling you. Like, last week, Charlotte, uh, or on that, in that, that match on Raw, Charlotte did the thing where, like, I think it was... Which one was it? I think it was Bailey, which makes it even more impressive. I think it was Bailey. Came off the ropes with, like, uh, you know, like a cross-body splash you know and they yeah. do that thing where they catch him yeah catch him in the fireman's carry catch him in the fireman's carry and then do the rolling suplex whatever they call that yeah that's a fucking beast they, they i mean we've been trained as wrestling fans for years that only the big dogs can do that yeah you know what i mean that's a feat of strength and that's what they do I and mean, charlotte does that i know like china did all kinds of shit like that like, that's a beast move. It's like, okay, that person's fucking strong and scary. Like, like Becky and all of them are really good at what they do, but they just don't have the weight. You know what I mean? Or whatever it is. I don't know what it is. Like, they don't, they, they don't look as, uh, as mean and like. Oh, it's, it's weight and strength. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. They don't look as mean and menacing like they even though, like I said, extremely talented, it's just it, at some point it is just a couple hundred pound people hitting the hitting the deck. Ronda had a bit of that, but who I think has that up and coming wise is Shayna Baszler. Man, I would not fight that woman. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's Jesus a good one. Christ. Yeah, like she's anytime a good one. I watch her in NXT matches, I'm like, damn. Like I, I, I want to see her get brought up, but not misused like Oscar. Cause like she could she could give Charlotte a run for her money and that would be believable. Yeah. Yep. Shayna Baszler ain't no joke. Nope, I agree. That's that's she does need to come up. They got room for women. Queen of Spades or whatever her name is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, that's that's my Baszler promo. My markiness still won't let me. Uh, Say that Charlotte's better than Becky, even though in ring I know she is, but Becky's better with uh, charisma, at least this form of Becky. No, yeah, that's true. That's part of it, too. You can't ignore that. Yeah. But if I was going to say the best ever in ring woman, it would be Charlotte. But you're right. She's definitely nowhere. She's not as good with the charisma, and that's a big part of it. Uh, so let's get let's get, that, no, let's get into some fucking predictions. Yeah, dude. let's predict this thing. I'm starving. Tequila.
Uh, so yeah, let's start out with the women. We were just talking about them. Why not? Let's go Charlotte versus uh, Bailey. This is for this is a clash of champions. Obviously, this is for the SmackDown Women's Title. We'll start out with you. I'm going Bailey. Bailey is the current champ. Um, I will go. Uh, no, I gotta go, Charlotte. I can't do it. Now I'm gonna, I'm gonna put, say you, you mark. Put me down. Put me down for Charlotte. Uh, let's let's. You'd be ten time champion already. Yeah, that's why I was really. That's why it was hard for me to say it. But I'm too much of a mark to not say it. Is the problem. They they really gotta slow that down if they're trying to keep it under sixteen. Yeah, she's got a long career ahead of her. That's true. Um, Beck, let's keep it with the women here since we just were we talked a lot about them. Becky, yep. Becky Lynch versus Sasha. Becky, current champ, obviously, and this is for the Raw Women's Title. Um, it's my pick. I'm gonna go Becky and Sasha. Could this be? No, I'm gonna go Becky. All right. I I know who you're going. Instagram after the loss and it almost made me as happy as if they won. It was, it was Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch like you know uh, field side down there. Oh yeah, I saw it. And well, it was Becky's first football game, but still looked like more of a football player than half half the Bears' offense did. Yeah, well, I I just figured. I know Seth is a Bears fan. We've known that, or at least yeah, Quad City's boy. So maybe that's why. Maybe she's not really a Bears fan, but I hope she is for your for your for your well, sake, Jeff. Yeah, now this she is. Her first football game. So okay, so she might not have been into football at all. Exactly. So okay. Welcome, 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 Becky, to Chicago Bears fandom. Um. Let's get some of these other low carters out of the way. We got Drew Gulak versus Humberto Carrillo versus Lince Dorado. I want to call him Vince Lombardo. Uh, triple threat match for the WWE Cruiserweight title. Probably a pre-show one here. Shit, I mean, wrestler A, B, or C, You I might, might as well guess that. Um, I'm not, I don't know. I want to go Gulak, but yeah, put me down. Well, let's see. I've had everybody retain. No, I had Charlotte winning. Put me down for Gulak retains. All right. What was wrestler B's name? I'll go with him. Humberto Carrillo, maybe. How do you spell that? H-U-M-B-E-R-T-O. Mexican luchador. And the last name C A R R I L L O. Carrillo. Yep. Carrillo, like that. Yeah, when you have two L's, it like kind of eliminates each other. Carrillo, I think. Carrillo. I, I don't know. I couldn't <laughs> be butchering it. I'm not. I'm not a good consultant there. Okay. Okay. Moving on. Moving on. We'll yeah. do we'll do some tag teams. 
Seth and Braun, current champs, versus uh, Bobby Roode and Dolph Ziggler. Uh, my pick? Yep. I'm going with Roode and Ziggler. Me too. They probably have... This is before their big match, so they're going to have a little tiff, cost them the title, and now they're pissed at each other. Something yeah, like, and, like, what the hell are you going to do, like... You're seriously gonna put keep the titles on Braun and Seth? Yeah, I agree. But why are they going to Rob, Bobby Roode and Ziggler? Is also very disappointing to me. Oh, I, I've come to terms with that. Like, they're just doing this purely for this match. I think that it's gonna move to Roode and Ziggler, and then eventually to Heavy Machinery or someone. Uh, yeah. Well, Heavy Machinery is on SmackDown, I think. Oh fuck. But I don't know. Well, someone else. Maybe back to the club or something. Um, Other tag team? Because all titles are up for grabs tonight. Oh, that's right. We got the New Day versus Revival. Revival's champs? No, New Day is. Really? Yeah. Which, this is... They, they really haven't been around much lately. Well, the, the Revival is definitely on Raw. They were Raw champions, weren't they? And this is for the SmackDown tag. That shit's out the window, I think. It really is. I'm confused. Uh, uh, I think it's my pick, right? Yeah. I'll say New Day retains. Oh, man. Yeah, I, 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 I will go with that as well. It's like you said, Raw, uh, Revival's on Raw. Not that it matters, but... Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, we do have another one. Alexa and Nikki Cross versus Mandy Rose and Sonya for the women's tag. Oh, this is interesting. They're trying to heat this up on SmackDown by having a Cross versus uh, Mandy Rose match. And before the match, Mandy uh, was basically just calling Nikki Cross ugly, which is the only angle that Mandy has for anyone. Yeah. Cross came, came out hot. She came out running, and it was it got the crowd jazzed up a little bit. Hell yeah! Um, I think she ended up winning that match. Uh, yeah, dude, I think Sonya and Mandy are still not on on level to take the titles. I like what Bliss and Cross do, and I'm going with them to retain. Okay, put me down for Mandy and Sonya to steal. Oh, Eric. Yep, I like. I, they've been push. They're they've been slowly giving these guys a little push. They're gonna get a title sooner or later. Oh, son of a bitch, Eric. I don't know. Might not be true. Sonya's good. That's that's the that's the bad. Oh, I know. Sonya's, Sonya's really Sonya's good. Real good. Real good. I like Sonya in the ring. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Mandy's blowing that shit. Yeah. Uh. Let's go to. Uh, AJ Styles versus Cedric Alexander for the U.S. Championship. Uh, your pick or mine? Um, your pick. No, 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 my pick. I'm gonna go, uh, AJ retains here. Although I do think they're gonna do something with Cedric, but not yet. I'm gonna go with the Yacht Bluff. Maybe it is his time. They're giving him a push. Well, I just think with all the 
with all the crowd noise about wanting AJ up in this Braun Seth shit, I think they're gonna pull the trigger on that. That's true. I'd I'd like to see that at least. Oh Seth, yeah. Braun and AJ, are you kidding me? Yeah. AJ's had good matches with Cedric though already. That's a yeah, good. Yeah, this, this should be a really good match. That's Underrated, a good, good. That's a good duo. Yeah. Um, Roman Reigns versus Eric Rowan. No DQ. No DQ grudge match. Yep. I will. Is it? I know it's yours. I mean, come on. Let's go on Reigns, buddy. Give me the big dog. The big dog. That's an easy pick. You would think. Uh, yeah, you think so. I see title. Shinsuke versus the Miz. Shinsuke, current champ. Um, I don't know why the Miz has fallen flat with me lately. He was they they had a match on SmackDown with him versus uh, someone with uh, Shinsuke on commentary, which was a terrible idea. Whoever thought of that, because Shinsuke just spoke Japanese, and they tried to just make stretch that out for a ten minute match. Yeah. Like, uh, we get it. Corey's fake translating, and Byron's getting frustrated. Uh, I'm gonna, I don't know, man. I guess leave it on Shinsuke. Yeah. I'm with Shinsuke. Because, you know, you know Sammy's gonna be ringside, too, so there might be some tomfoolery. Yeah, and you might as well let that build a little bit. Let's see where that goes. Yeah. And the Miz... I don't think they hate the Miz. That's just the vibes I've been getting from lately. No, I agree. I that fire that I got like half a year ago from him. No, no, no. Right now he's he's doing the fucking television show shit. He's not. He's not in. His mind's not in wrestling right now. <laughs> I mean, that's really what's going on. Uh, yeah, he's back in reality TV. Yep. Okay, I think we're down to our last two biggins. There's a lot of fucking matches on this card. Eleven matches. Clash of champs. Uh. So we'll go Kofi Kingston versus Randy Orton. This is for the WWE Championship. Kofi, obviously, is current champ. And your pick, I believe. I'm going to keep riding the Kofi trade. Me too. I don't think yeah. I don't think this should be it. He's got a good run. Should go a little longer. I think if Steve was here, he'd disagree with us because he's been pushing for Orton to get the title, but I, I I don't feel the same way. I think keep it on Kofi, man. I like this run. Me too. Keep building that feud. Hell the cells right around the corner. Me too. Randy Orton, yeah, he could win one. He could win another one. What's he got, like 14 or 12? Something some around there. He's got He's a couple more. He's got a couple more in him. I think it's 14. Uh... Okay, and then we got the last one, Universal Title, Seth versus Braun. And I am going Ooh, I don't know. I'll go Braun. Alright, uh, just to keep it interesting, I'll go Seth because I really don't know either. I, I kind of root for Braun, but it is bear season. If bears <laughs> fly together. That's true. No, I think uh, I, I'm real undecided too, but I don't know. If you're going to, this would be his first one, right? Ron's first universal title? 
his first uh, like big title, right? He was never WWE champion or anything. I thought he was. No, I don't think so. Okay, maybe I'm misremembering because I thought he was and lost to the Borklazer. Um. So yeah, I think I, I think he's gonna get it eventually. He, this could be a weird time for him to get it. I could see it. Oh yeah, I got no problems with it, man. If if they want to put on Braun, well, sweet Jesus. Um. Let's yeah. Yeah. No, he's he's never won the big one yet. Uh. Anything else before we get out of here, Eric? So I got a couple of things. Oh no! Go for it. I'm good. We had the uh, inaugural Boom DDT Fantasy Bowl this week, and that was a depressing endeavor, wasn't it? Well, you won, so congratulations. I need, <laughs> I haven't seen your congratulations yet, but Eric won this round. Yeah, we always play the we always play first round. I don't know why that is. First week we always play. Why is that? I don't know. Uh, the fantasy app just has this on the same schedule every year, so. It's like the Packers and the Bears. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it was a low-scoring affair. I left a bunch of fucking points on the bench. So, I'm pretty sure you did as well. Yeah. Uh, but it's that's week one, Jeff. As we said about the real Bears, that's week one. That's week one. And I don't make a lot of moves the first couple weeks. I don't panic. I see who I got, you know? Oh, I, 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 I'm in panic mode. Yeah, you see a lot of guys making a lot of moves here early, and my my advice to them is slow down. Because we still don't really know who we're dealing with. That's true. The first couple weeks, I I lay low. I don't want to go give a guy away. Like, like right now, if I wanted to get crazy, I could give away, like, like I could give away, like, a Sony Michelle. Because he had a terrible week one. But that could be a really fucking bad idea. It could be. So I don't do that other shit. I I got rid of one guy that was totally disposable for a guy that I thought had some upside. Like little moves like that you can I I agree with. Yeah. But I don't I don't change any big names yet, even if they look like shit. No no the big names stay, don't get me wrong, but I have I've I've made some moves. Yeah, I get that. I I had fucking Frank Gore, man. That's a disposable spot. That if you see somebody, <laughs> if you see somebody with upside, you do it. Yep, exactly. Um, uh, one more thing. Next next week is our boom one year anniversary <laughs> of the Boom BDT podcast. Hell yeah! So, so make sure you listen to that and to listen and tell a friend for us. Follow us on yeah. the, follow us on the fucking gram if you like our. Stupid stories about cigarettes and magic shows. <laughs> or if you like wrestling, maybe even enjoy our wrestling talk. Who knows? Yeah, we'll, we'll call them A, we'll call them B. Or you can sleep through the whole thing. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, just throw it on and go to sleep. That's what I do with uh, Home Improvement every night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And on that note, night, night. Night, night. But now I don't understand. Start calling it. Now I don't. Now I don't understand. Good. Okay.